celebrate today in anticipation the feast of the Archangels. You can also celebrate on Tuesday, September 29th, but Catholics, we know how to celebrate. So we celebrate today and then you can celebrate again on Tuesday. And this feast of St. Michael, the Archangel, the protector of, of this parish, gives us a chance to reflect in this reality of the Archangels and the reality of angels. Because we don't see them, because they are invisible, they don't have bodies, they are pure spirits. Sometimes we might not believe in them, we might not experience them. And many things in, in the gospel, we know them because Jesus or scripture tell us that they are true. And angels is one of them. We can know about angels first and foremost through scriptures. From Genesis to Revelation and especially the gospels, the, the word of God reveals the angelic reality. But also we can know about angels because of experience. Many people have witnessed angels. For example, in the apparition of Our Lady in Fatima, before she appeared to the three shepherds, and to the three shepherds in preparation for the apparition of Mary. And also, we can know them through reason. Because if you think this world is a kind of a continuum of perfection, God creates the universe and he creates some things more perfect, some things less perfect. So the, the less perfect is what we call the vegetative world, the, the mineral world. The, plant, the stones and the rocks, they have no soul. They're less perfect, they cannot move. But then we have the plants, the trees, the flowers. They can move, they grow, they have some type of basic life. But then there's another layer of perfection, the animals. They have a more perfect soul and a more perfect life than the plants. And then above the animals is a human being. We have a rational soul, intelligence and will. And usually we are more intelligent than the animals. But sometimes we can doubt about that judgment. But then between us humans and God, these are another level of perfection, what we call the angelic world. It's a species that is more perfect than us, more intelligent than us. And that's why it is humbling for us to know that above us is God and also between us and God, we should also bow down and reverence the angels. And today in the gospel, Jesus speaks of the angels. He promises to Nathaniel this future vision. He says, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. We can unfold this line of the gospel today. 
First, Jesus says, you will see heaven opened. In a sense, God is repeating through Jesus the headquarters of the angels, heaven. And heaven is not a place. It's not that the angels are up there and they come down. That's how we use our imagination to understand. Heaven is a place of the presence of God. So when Jesus says the heavens are open and the angels are ascending and descending from heaven and to heaven, he's saying that wherever God is, that is heaven. And wherever God is, angels are there, worshiping, bowing before, before the holy presence of God. They're in humble reverence. And they are in an ongoing adoration of the holiness of God. In a sense, they are specially created for adoration. Angels, they have intelligence and they have will. They can think and they can love. And they have this amazing clarity and knowledge of who God is and this amazing love for God. When Jesus speaks about our guardian angels, he says in Matthew 18, in heaven, their angels always behold the face of my father who is in heaven. The angels always behold the face of my father who is in heaven. They're in an ongoing adoration, in an ongoing spiritual high, beholding the face of the Father. And that's why the heavens, the, the angels are super happy and the angels are super loving. They're not like cold beings. They are like, you will be next to an angel. Through that angel, you will experience the amazing love that God has for us. But then Jesus says, you will see heaven opens, and the heavens is the presence of God. And wherever God is, angels are there. But then he kind of says, but angels also, they come down to us. They are ascending and descending on the Son of Man. It's referring to the ladder of Jacob in the Old Testament. Jesus is the presence of God on earth. When the incarnation takes place, this amazing reality begins to happen. Heaven begins to kind of break into this earth in his person. When Jesus is walking through earth, it's God himself walking among us. When Jesus speaks, it's God himself speaking through in, in a human way through the person of Christ. So when in Jesus, the heavens break through to this earth, the angels begin to invade this world. The angels begin to descend and ascend upon the Son of God. First, they ascend on the Son of Man. The angels are lower than Jesus, so they worship and honor Jesus. Wherever Jesus was, the angels were surrounding that, that presence. 
Do you remember the Ark of the Covenant in the Old Testament? What did God tell Moses? Put two cherubims, two angels, next to the Ark. So when Jesus comes, he is the Ark of the Covenant. He's the presence of God. So angels come to adore him. The day of his birth in Bethlehem, the heavens open, and this multitude of angels started to sing glory to God in the highest. So they begin to ascend and descend upon the Son of Man. But also, not only they honor and they worship Jesus, they also serve him. Angels are messengers coming from heaven. They descend upon the Son of Man. They come to serve him. You know, the word angel means angelos, that it means messenger. They come from heaven, from the presence of God, with a message, with a grace, with a special strength. When Jesus is tempted in the desert, the beginning of his public ministry, Mark says that angels ministered to him. He was being tempted that angels ministered to him. When he's in the agony at Gethsemane, an angel came from heaven to strengthen him. He was feeling the agony of death and an angel came to strengthen his soul. Could you imagine what a beautiful consolation and strength he might have received from that angel? So Jesus says, you will see the heavens open and angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. But the good news is that angels are also real and relevant for our lives. At the moment of our conception, says the Catechism, each one of us is assigned a guardian angel. At the moment of conception, this means two things. One, that even non-Catholics, they get a guardian angel. And two, it means that right now, at this place, we're more than 50. We're at least 100 persons. I'm not referring to the satellite location downstairs. But the reality of the angels, this place is packed, it's crowded. So many people here. But don't worry, they are not contagious. Won't give you the virus. They're here to influence us. So angels are also ascending and descending upon us. In the first place, because if you're in the state of grace, a baptized Christian, you are, in a sense, like the Ark of the Covenant. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. You take and walk with the presence of God upon you. So angels descend and honor and worship that presence of God in you. This is very beautiful. What an amazing dignity each person has. But also angels, they descend upon us to assist us on our journey towards heaven. As they strengthen Jesus, they strengthen us. Paul says in the letter to the Hebrews, 
Are they not all ministering spirits sent to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? Are they not all ministering spirits sent from heaven to serve those who are to inherit salvation? So God says he sends messenger, ministering spirits, to serve us who are walking towards heaven. You know that one of the most common images for us in our relationship with God is that we are children. We are children of God. So if we are children, we are weak. We are in defense. Imagine you have you're a three-year-old toddler, and they drop you in downtown Portland at 10 p.m. Not a good idea. If you're a mother or a father, you will never do that. If that happens, you will run after that baby and protect it, protect him, protect her, and take it, take that person, that baby, out of that place of danger. So we are children of God. And the road to heaven is so much more dangerous than downtown Portland. But God is good and he sends ministering spirits so we can inherit salvation. Have you thought of that? God has such a deep interest in your own salvation that he create more perfect beings to protect you. God has such a longing that we make it to heaven that he assigns you a, a guardian angel and also many other angels to assist you. Someone told me after mass, I don't know if this is true, but he was reading a book that says that some people get more than one angel. And he told me, you know, Father, priests get two. And he says, doctors also get two. He's a doctor, you know, by the way. But at least we get one for sure. God is so invested in your salvation. He really knows how to invest in childcare. And that's why he gives us guardian angels and angels. They descend and ascend upon us. They protect us in danger. They teach us to worship. They give us messages. They strengthen us in temptation. They console us in suffering. They will walk you to the gates of heaven. And they lift up your prayers to the holy throne God. They are real. And they are the real influencers of this world. They ascend and descend upon the Son of God, the Son of Man, and they descend and ascend upon each one of us. So as we celebrate this feast day of our patron, St. Michael the Archangel, renew your faith in them. We don't see them, but we believe in them. Renew your desire to have St. Michael, the Prince of the Heavenly Host, 
as the one who protects this parish. More precisely, let us renew our prayer at the end of Mass. Sometimes we kind of get used to it and we go through the motions. Think of the words you say. You know that nothing has happened at St. Michael's in the last four months. Many things happen like four blocks away, but nothing happens here. This place is protected at St. Michael's. Do you know the only day we did not pray the prayer was a Monday. I was not here, I was on vacation. That day they threw the stone. So let us continue to pray the prayer to St. Michael with faith. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protector. I love this second reading. The angels with St. Michael leading, they fought back and they conquered. It's powerful. And finally, renew your faith and prayer to your guardian angel. This Friday, October 2nd, we pray and we honor the guardian angels. And I'm sure those who grew up Catholic, I don't know if in the Christian tradition also, you might have learned this beautiful prayer that we teach our children. And I invite you to pray with me. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen.